Hello, and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. Hi, thank you so much for tuning in to this latest episode of Dear Franny podcast. Each week on the podcast, I am tackling a different topic related to your dating journey on your way to your true love relationship. This is a good time to take a moment to remind everyone of what my definition of true love is. And because that's something that it's been uh, defined <laughs> generally by the fairy tale industrial complex and all of the ideas of love is a fantasy and there's one perfect person. And when you meet that perfect person, then your life magically falls into place. And we all know from our actual lived experience that this is not true. However, we can still fall into that trap when we think about romantic love. So the way that I define a true love relationship is a relationship that has as its foundation, mutual respect, emotional safety, physical safety, emotional intimacy, physical intimacy, joy, and commitment. And that is my definition of true love. So when you have that foundation, that is when you know that you are with someone where you are safe, where it is healthy, where it is productive, where it is enhancing your life rather than detracting from it, right? So I don't want to go on a whole tangent about <laughs> the fairy tale industrial complex and all of that. I did want to just take this moment to remind any of you, or maybe if this is the first time you've heard my definition, if you are a brand new listener, and thank you for being here if you are. But today's topic is such an important one. So today is all about how to overcome your fear of rejection. And as my mentor, Paul C. Brunson, always says, the fear of rejection is keeping a lot of people single. And that is so, so, so true. And I used to be one of those people. So I understand when your fear of rejection is very strong, as mine once was, you just opt out of dating, you opt out of intimacy, you don't even put yourself in a position where you could be potentially quote unquote rejected. And I lived with that fear for a long time and it sucked. It sucked and it kept me cut off from people. It kept me from dating. It kept me from actually having the intimacy and the connection that I wanted to have, but it was paralyzing. So I, I completely understand if anyone, if you're listening right now and you're in that place where that fear of rejection is really strong, please just know that this is a phase that you are in, but you can absolutely overcome that fear and change your relationship entirely with the concept of rejection. If you have been following me for a while, listening to podcasts for a while, you know that my motto is rejection isn't real. Rejection isn't real. So what do I mean by that? So when I say rejection isn't real, I don't mean that every single person in the world actually wants to be with you or you know, go on a date with you or hire you for a job or any of those things, right? Because fear of rejection shows up in all areas of life, certainly not only in romance, though that's what we're focused on today. So it's not that I am saying that you in dating that every single person actually secretly wants to date you. No, no, no. That's not what I mean, right? Dating is a process that is to meet people, connect with people, see if they are people with whom you are aligned for your goals, right? So you have different goals at different times of dating. Maybe your goal is to get comfortable dating. Maybe your goal is to have some fun and some sex and some you know excitement and some intimacy. 
Maybe your goal is to get into a relationship. Maybe your goal is to meet the love of your life and get married and have a family, right? You can have all sorts of goals, but the process of dating is a sorting process because so many people have so many different goals. They have so many different values. They have so many different preferences. So they have a deep inner world, right? That has, you know, they have their own conditioning. They have their own desires. They have their own attractions. They have their own trauma. They have their own brain chemistry. They have their own hangups, right? Like everyone has, we all have a complicated inner world. And when it comes to dating, it feels so, so very personal. And it's like the idea that it is so personal, the idea that it is, you know, if you go on a date with someone and one of you doesn't want to see each other again, the idea that that is rejection, that there was something wrong with you, that other person deemed there to be something wrong with you and you blew it somehow. And that's why it didn't work out. Somehow we've culturally all co-signed this idea, but it's not actually true, right? Because the reality is you are not for everyone and everyone is not for you. And that is always going to be the case, period regardless of who you are, regardless of how many people think you're amazing or not, regardless of how sexy and successful you might be in the eyes of the world or not, it does not matter. Everyone is not for you. So the first way to start to overcome the fear of rejection, which is by changing your relationship with it, is to even start to ask yourself, what are you labeling as quote unquote rejection? because it's highly, highly subjective because some people feel rejected if they swipe right on somebody on a dating app, which for those of you who may not be on a dating app, swiping right means saying yes, right? So you say yes to somebody on a dating app. And if that person doesn't say yes back to you, some people, they take that as rejection. Some people, they're fine with that. But if they go on a date with someone and that person doesn't ask them on a second date, they take that as rejection. Some people take it as rejection if you say something that just triggers something in them that isn't even about you not wanting to date them, right? It's so complicated. And so the problem with the word rejection and with labeling things rejection is that rejection is a story and it is a loaded story. It is a heavy story. It is a story that has a real emotional impact because the story is I wasn't good enough. This other person, they objectively assessed me and decided that I wasn't good enough. I wasn't up to their standards. I wasn't fill in the blank enough, or I was too fill in the blank. And sometimes, and I'm sure that there are definitely people who are listening right now who you maybe have the opposite problem where it's not that you're worried about being quote unquote rejected, but you're concerned with other people, right? Like, so other people's feelings. And I encounter that a lot too, with people who wind up dating people for an extended period of time because they don't want to hurt their feelings by saying, Hey, this isn't a match. And I understand how in the short term that might feel like a kindness because you're kind of delaying that inevitable, uncomfortable conversation. But in actuality, it's actually very unkind. It is very selfish for you to say that your desire to not have an uncomfortable conversation is more important than this person actually being fully informed about how you feel about them, right? Like if you know it's a no, letting that other person know in a, obviously in a respectful way, 
is a kindness because now if that person needs to go through their process of mourning the end of the relationship or what they thought might have turned into a longer relationship or whatever, then that's just a process they have to go through. And listen, I have been dumped. I have had my heart stomped on. Okay. So I don't say this as some person who doesn't know what it's like. I mean, I've been quote unquote rejected in big and small ways, right? By, you know, somebody I was in a relationship with for a long time who I thought was person I was going to be with for the rest of my life. I got broken up with, didn't feel good. It took me a long time to heal from that relationship and to learn to love myself through all of that, right? It was a long process for me. So I know that type of feeling of rejection. And I also know the feeling of just going on a date and like with somebody brand new, you know, maybe this, I've seen this person for an hour of my life and I never hear from them again. And that has made me feel rejected in the past. So I totally get it. So I don't want anyone listening to this to think that I'm being flippant about the emotional weight that that can carry. However, it is a story. Rejection is a story. And when you tell yourself a story about rejection that does not serve you, a story of you weren't good enough, you weren't fill in the blank enough, or you were too much you know, of fill in the blank, then what is the end result of that? The end result of that is not getting you any closer to the love that you want. It's only pushing you or keeping you further away. So as Paul says, the fear of rejection is keeping a lot of people single, and it absolutely is. And I do not want you to be one of those people. So going back to rejection isn't real, right? Rejection is a story. So it's a disempowering story. So I want you to start to challenge that story. What if someone not wanting to date you or be in a relationship with you is not actually them, quote unquote, rejecting you? What if? What if it's just a matter of that person deciding that the two of you are not a match? And by the way, the reasons why you might not be a match, you may never know, even if they tell you, okay? (laughs) Because one thing that I always, you know, when people have a breakup and they're really looking for closure and they really want to have a conversation with their ex and understand what happened. And I'm not saying that that's a terrible idea. And sometimes it can be incredibly helpful, but Oftentimes, particularly if you're talking about somebody who's emotionally maybe, you know, not very aware or, you know, they have a lot of, you know, emotional blocks that are unavailable, they don't have great self-awareness. And then if you turn to that person to say, well, tell me what happened, they may give you an answer, but is it quote unquote the answer? right? So it's, it's just, it's not up to us to try to mind read and figure out every single reason why somebody doesn't want to be with us. The reality is if someone doesn't want to date you and it could be the timing, it could be because you know, you're not on the same page about what you're looking for. It could be a personality clash. It could be sexual preference, orientation, any, it could be any number of things, right? I've heard people say no to going out with someone for reasons that I think the majority of the population would say that's ridiculous, right? And it's less a reflection of the person they're saying no to and more of a reflection of where they are in their headspace, right? And what their values are and what their hangups may be and all of that. So dating, it's all a mirror. It's all a mirror. So when you experience that feeling of rejection, I don't want you to judge yourself, right? Because it is an emotion and it's a powerful emotion, but I do want you to start to pay attention to what is the story What is the self-talk that is accompanying that feeling? Because it's totally, of course, you know, listen, you're going to feel disappointed sometimes 
in dating. That happens sometimes, right? Even if it's just a minor disappointment, like it's life, right? It's not, there's no way to go through dating and just have nothing ever feel unpleasant and everything feel perfect every moment. That is not life, right? So as you weather those disappointments, those highs and those lows, it's up to you to really pay attention to the story you're telling yourself about what's happening. Because ultimately, in order for you to actually have the love that you want and that you deserve and that is available to you, it is going to require you opening your heart to receiving it and keeping your heart open, even when it feels scary to do so. The way to overcome rejection is number one, as I've been discussing, is really starting to challenge the story and what it is that you're even labeling as rejection. Someone not wanting to date you, why is that rejection? You just weren't a match for whatever reason, right? So, and how much better does it feel? How much better does it make you feel if you start to reframe it in that way? And this is not delusional. This is true. There have been men that I have said no to going on a date with who I actually wanted to go on a date with, but I was at a place in my life where I was too scared of being vulnerable and I was emotionally unavailable. And so I said no to them. So they very easily could have called that rejection like there was something wrong with them. No, not at all. There was nothing wrong with them. That was about where I was in my life. So really think about that. Not that I want you to try to get into mind reading other people, but just know that if someone is not, if they're not the person for you, actually knowing that so you can move on and keep your heart open to the person and the people, because there's more than one person, to the people who actually are for you, like that is the work. That is the path of manifesting true love. And when you do that, when you're able to start to shift that perspective, shift that story, your confidence starts to grow, your belief that you can actually have the love that you want starts to grow stronger. And once that belief grows stronger, then it becomes much easier for you to show up with an open heart. It becomes much easier for you to have boundaries. It becomes much easier for you to approach dating from the perspective of, do I like this person? Do we like each other? Do we vibe, right? Are we looking for the same thing in a relationship, right? Do we have shared values versus the idea that dating is about you getting that person to pick you? It's shifting from a pick me kind of mindset into this is us here to see if we connect. And sometimes you might think, oh my God, this is an amazing connection. And the other person might disagree. Guess what? Then that's just what it is. You could be convinced somebody is the person for you. If they disagree, then guess what? You're wrong. And that's okay right? Because there are lots of people who are for you. So moving into an abundance mindset when it comes to love is really key here and starting to challenge the story of rejection. And then the last piece of this is really just to feel the fear and do it anyway. So, you know, I gave the example of there was years of my life where I didn't date at all. I was a full fledged adult lawyer before I was like, okay, it's time for me to, you know, to figure this out. And so it wasn't like I instantly just was like, oh, okay, I don't care anymore now if somebody doesn't like me or I don't care anymore about being vulnerable and who cares? It's fine. Everything's great. Rejection isn't real. No, 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 no. (laughs) By the way, it was many years between that decision and me coming up with this philosophy of rejection not being real, just FYI. But it wasn't that I was fearless about it. It was just that I was like, okay, well, this feels scary, but I want connection. I want love. I want intimacy. So there is no other choice. And that is really what I want to leave you with, understanding that you have the power to have the love that you want. 
but you have to be willing to be courageous in the face of the fear, which is very understandable. None of us wants to get our hearts broken, right? It's it's a scary thing, but you have survived so many hard things. You have grown, you have healed, you have expanded in so many ways. And so there's no reason for you to continue to believe, if you do, that continue to believe that getting your heart broken is going to be the end of the world for you. Because it's not, because you still have yourself, you still have your own inner reserves, you still have your ability to deepen your own trust in yourself and your ability to heal yourself and your ability to love yourself. And love is actually the most abundant thing in the universe. It is the most abundant force in the universe. We are often told, and we have been conditioned to think that love is scarce and that we have to search for love and hope we get lucky and you know put up with things that we don't want or don't sit right with our soul because the process of love is hard and that's just how it is and that's what we have to do you could stay in that mindset and we see what that mindset has wrought in terms of our cultural dysfunction around relationships and romance or you could step into a new mindset a new consciousness about love which is recognizing the reality that it is the most abundant force in the universe and there is more than enough love to go around and you deserve to have that love and that connection and that intimacy and that safety and that joy and that commitment with another person and you starting to love yourself enough to take those steps to open yourself up more, even though it feels scary, that is a powerful process. And I promise you, it gets easier and easier because I honestly did get to a place in dating where if someone wasn't interested in me, I was like, okay, well, all right. (laughs) You know, his loss, all right? Like I thought we would be a great match, but I guess I was wrong or this isn't the timing or whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm moving on to find someone who is right for me and the timing is right. And we are on the same page. And I did that. So you can do it too. And I hope that this has been helpful and you starting to reframe and reshape your feelings and your perspective on rejection. Hopefully you will join me in my motto of rejection isn't real. And just and know that the process of deepening your belief in your ability to have the love that you want, that's the work. The more that you can deepen that belief for yourself, the faster that relationship is going to happen. I promise. So rejection isn't real. I hope this has been really helpful. If you have enjoyed this episode, I have a favor to ask, a couple of favors to ask, actually. So there's an option. There's options here. So number one, you could share this episode with a friend who you think might benefit from it. Number two, you could share this episode on social media and you can tag me at Dear Franny. I'm at Dear Franny everywhere. And we're also at Dear Franny Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. So you could tag us there. You could also, whichever platform you're listening, you could also rate the podcast five stars as so many of you've already done. And I so appreciate you. Thank you so much for doing that and taking the time to do that. And then last but not least, you could write a review and you know, that takes a few minutes. That's the biggest lift. That's the biggest ask. But if the podcast is really positively impacting you, I would so appreciate a review. It definitely helps get the word out about the show. So Thank you very much for listening. A couple other things I want to let you know about. If you don't already know that the topic of each week's podcast for this season, season three, and we're in November of 2021, each week for the rest of the year, the topic that I discuss on the podcast is also the same topic that I am discussing on Clubhouse 
on Tuesdays for my weekly room. It's called True Love Tuesday. It happens at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And if you are not already on Clubhouse, it's okay. It's free to join. You can join from any phone. It's only on mobile. And there's a link in the show notes if you if you want to just go ahead and join my club on Clubhouse. But I'd love to see you there for True Love Tuesday for those conversations because then we get to talk about this live and you can come and ask questions or you can just listen. Even listening to other people's questions is always so helpful and it's a lot of fun. So I invite you to join us for that. And then for all of the single ladies who are listening, if you are interested in going deeper and in your love journey and really getting clear on exactly what steps you need to take and get the support that you need and the community that you need on this journey, then I invite you to check out thetruelovesociety.com, which is my membership community, which you are invited to join. And it is a monthly membership of $25, which includes a library of all of our past events and masterclasses and Q&As. And it also includes two live Zooms with me each month. One is an open Q&A and one is a masterclass on a different topic. So there's lots in there, including an incredible community of women who are also on their dating journeys. So do check out thetruelovesociety.com if you are interested in joining us. I would love to have you there. And again, I want to thank you so much for listening wherever you are in the world. Thank you for taking the time because your time is valuable and I appreciate you spending a bit of it with me today. Rejection isn't real. You're infinitely lovable and the love that you want is available to you. I promise. And I am so excited for you to open your heart a little bit more to receive it even faster. All right. Take care. Till next time.